Hi, I'm Jen. And I'm Lisa. Together, we are Success in the Shy Girl. We're visibility and success coaches. And we support introverted entrepreneurs just like you with actionable strategies to protect their energy and consistently move in the direction of their dreams. Welcome to the conversation. Hello, and welcome back to the Success in the Shy Girl podcast. We're super excited today. We're talking about maximizing your day for profit. Doesn't that sound like a fun day? (laughs) It does. Any day that brings in profit is a fun day. Yeah, yeah, we, we, we like it when that little cash register sound pops up on our phone telling us we've made some sales. It's great. Yes. And honestly maximizing your day for profit is an important part of being an entrepreneur, right? Nobody, I don't want to say nobody, but a lot of people feel really uncomfortable when they, we start talking about prioritizing the activities that are going to generate sales because it starts to feel, can start to feel a little bit icky, right? But the truth is with, without profit, without making sales, you're, it's going to be really, really hard to run a sustainable business. Yeah. And I think I like to reframe it as, you know, you're not, you're not just going for money, going for money. You're, you're planning your day, you're planning your week very specifically around being able to maximize your, your profit for the week. And I mean, we, I, I kind of want to start off with the things that you don't necessarily think about right away for business, but something you mentioned earlier today, Jen was, um, getting enough rest. You yeah. want your brain to be working properly. I mean, I I had a crazy thing in the in the background here today where you know I I hadn't had enough rest and I went into Best Buy and made some <laughs> what I thought was I was really you know getting stuff done, but I actually made the made some bad choices um, that that I wasn't thinking straight because I was in a rush and I was tired. Right. So then I've ended up wasting my time, wasting some money, buying something that wasn't actually what I wanted. So having that rest is going to help you make great decisions, be able to show up really well for your clients and be able to, it, it just all adds up to your bottom line. You know, you're, you're setting yourself up for success when you get enough yeah. rest. So that's, I, I'm gonna, yeah. And I, I want to make a point here uh, that you know, rest just for the sake of productivity is not necessarily the right thing, but rest for the sake of resting and listening to your body is really what's most important, right? You don't need to earn your rest. You don't need to make sure that you're scheduling in rest just so that you can be productive, but really acknowledging that, yes, it's like you're a human being, hopefully, hopefully anyways. (laughs) Absolutely. So, I, I mean, we've, we've, I think we've said this before on podcasts, you know, plan your breaks first, plan what time you're going to take your lunch break, plan what time you're going to do your introvert recharge time in the week, plan that stuff first. So you're right. Absolutely. It's not that, well, I worked really hard and then I deserve a rest. It's like, no, no, that should come. That should be one of your things that you put in first. Mm-hmm. Rest is your, really, it's your right as a human being to have rest. So I just want to like make that point. I think I saw something on Instagram that made me sort of pause and be like, Oh yeah. Like really pushing for rest in terms of like either a reward for being productive or solely to be productive later on. 
but it is, it is an important part of really having a business that's profitable, profitable and feels good too, right? Because you could run yourself ragged, you know, doing all the sales calls, doing all the things, showing up all the places and make plenty of money. But without that rest, are you really going to enjoy it? That's right. It's not a race too. you know, it's not not a, a, a rush to the finish line. Um, you, you know, you you can build success over time. It doesn't all have to be done in one day, right? <laughs> that is that's so yeah. true. Mm-hmm. And really, a good sustainable business isn't built necessarily overnight. All right, right. with uh, with that rest discussion out of the way, let's talk about like what it looks like in the day to prioritize profit and like what what that can sort of be for you as an entrepreneur and what that looks like for us too. Yeah. So we were talking, you know, a lot of you've heard before, I'm sure, um, income producing activity. You want to prioritize your income producing activity, but we kind of wanted to break that down uh, today into direct income producing activity and indirect income producing activity. Yes. Yeah. So these are terms that we've sort of come up with. And the best way to think about it is the direct income producing activity is, is activity that in that moment is transactional, right? Is, is generating an income in that moment or is generating some sort of um, exchange of goods or services for money. And the indirect stuff is all of the stuff that might be happening behind the scenes that will, the key word here is will in the future, help you generate income. So it is important to prioritize both, but we're gonna talk about, you know, which one is more important? Are they both important? Who knows? Well, we know, (laughs) and we're gonna tell you. So stay tuned. All right. So direct income producing activity is important. And you do want to schedule that into your week as well, of course, because um, we see people that are working and working and working. But if if you're just doing the, the background stuff and the indirect income producing activity, like we, you know, and we're big uh, fans of building no like and trust uh, with your audience. That's super important, but that's not direct income producing activity. So something direct would be like, directly working with a client, asking for a sale, launching your sales page, uh, this kind of, um, help me out here with this. Yeah. Like, like, (laughs) like sharing that, right. Like it's, Mm -hmm. it's, it's really that, that piece of here's what I have to offer. Will you take me up on this offer? Right. So that there's that piece. And then the, the, in the moment, the transactional. So let's say if you're um, some sort of service provider in that, like you're in the midst of generating input income by providing a service or, you know, the, the act of directing somebody to a sales page would be direct income producing activity because in the moment it is like, it's adding dollars and cents or, euros or pounds or whatever, whatever your currency is into your bank account. That's, that's the difference. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Whereas say indirect is going to be, you're creating the sales page, that whole creation process, super important. (laughs) Don't skip out on that. That's going to be really important, but it's the, it's the indirect piece. It's like the step right before the direct 
um, income producing activity. So you want to schedule those kind of items in. So yes. course creation, things like, uh, I, I was going to say setting up your website, but that's not even, that's not income producing necessarily. Um, well, it could be, it could be depending yes, on how much you have on Setting up website. a certain page and certain buttons, like having those buttons yeah. and things like that, that's going to be it. Um, yeah. Picking your brand colors, taking care of your finances, making sure your bookkeeping's in order. Those are not in the income producing activity section. Mm -hmm. Those are important things that you need to schedule in. Anyway, yes, back to indirect though. Like, cause, because I feel like they all bl blend in together. They a little do bit. sort of, they do. You don't want to say like, oh, well, you know, I need to do, these are all things that you need to do within your business. And if you can schedule them each in over, over the course of your week, that's where your profit's going to go up, right? Mm -hmm. you, you need to have those things going on, but you want to prioritize. So the income producing activity, make sure something about that is happening daily or weekly. And then these direct items, I mean, sorry, the indirect items, mm -hmm. you yeah. want to be scheduling them in quite frequently as well, because they're going to lead to those direct income yeah. producing items. Uh, absolutely. And the, the thing that I want people to remember is that these direct and indirect income producing activities work in tandem. Like you've sort of mentioned, they sort of bleed together a little bit and you can't have solid income, sorry, direct income producing activity without having done the work in the indirect income producing activity and, and vice versa, right? Like it, it works, it works both ways. The other thing that I want to make sure that people understand is that the potential to generate income is always there, right? Like, I mean, it's easy to monetize stuff. If you would like to, you don't always need to monetize things. However, knowing what your audience wants is so important, right? And I would actually put this in under the, in like kind of like indirect and direct is really getting to know your audience and, and knowing what they're looking for, right? So that you can actually either, you know, craft an offer, reposition an offer, present a current offer, if you've got one there available to your audience so that you can actually create that direct income producing activity. Mm -hmm. Yes, definitely. Curating your offer to to your audience is really important, or at least even being able to to step in and say, "Oh, well, this does help you with that." You know, it, it it's it, you think you might think that your audience needs help with one thing, and you know, you're putting out your offer, and they're just not seeing how it's going to relate into their life. And the more you can connect with your audience and say, "Oh, well, actually, I mean, it totally does that." thing that you need as well and then you can start shifting how you're framing it it's the same item and it helps with both of these things it's just that maybe your audience is more interested in one of the benefits um and features and benefits that uh you you hadn't been talking about as much right and and it doesn't mean that there was anything wrong with what you were doing before it just might mean that your audience needs to see it framed in a slightly different way for them to understand how that's going to work for them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, and now I want to talk, I'm like, um, I feel like a game show host. And now let's talk yeah. about this. <laughs> but the, so the direct income producing activity can feel scary. 
I think I said that at the beginning of the episode as well. It can feel, it can feel scary to put your offer out in front of people and ask them to purchase or take some sort of action, like book a call or book an appointment. Um, yeah. So let's, maybe we can chat about that briefly before we send you off into the, the abyss of podcast land. Yes. Well, I mean, if you think about, uh, you know, you have something to offer us, like if you're dealing with clients, just using that as an example, um, and you want to book clients in, think about um, like your family doctor. They don't stress at night that no one's going to want to make an appointment with them. They have told every, you know, I'm the local family doctor and I'm the general practitioner. And this is, you know, these are my hours of operation and people will just come and make appointments. They don't have, they don't feel that stress that, uh, oh my gosh, what if no one comes? What if no one wants, you know? So, so realize that you're also a professional that's offering something and you don't have to feel like, oh, I don't know. What if no one, just as long as people understand what you do, people understand what your family doctor does. So it's, it's easy for them to make an appointment. Whereas, you know, if you just have to let your audience know exactly what it is you're offering them, and then they can make the choice to make the appointment. It makes mm. it a lot easier. Yeah, it does. And I like how you've repositioned that thought around, oh, well, what if nobody wants what I have? There is somebody out there that wants what you have. Mm-hmm. There a hundred percent is. There's something for everybody out there, you know, like the guy that invented the pool noodle or a woman that invented the pool noodle. I have no idea who invented the pool noodle. Like, like really, like that's just such a strange and unusual (laughs) invention, right? Yet, I mean, they're probably sitting pretty happy with their, with their bank account at the moment, would be my guess. I don't know for sure, but they're floating in a pool somewhere. <laughs> yes, on a, on a bed. Of- up on one noodle and their arms <laughs> on another. I was going to say, yeah, it's like an armchair yeah. of like pool noodles. It, the same thing can happen for you, right? It really comes down to being comfortable putting that offer out in front of people and having the, you know, sort of being brave enough to say, this is what I've got. Do you want it? Mm-hmm. Sure. And, I mean, we, we go through that all the time. We know that we made a really amazing day planner, but then every once in a while we say, well, why would someone want this day planner over another day planner? But then we realize, no, this offers so much more and it's so fun and beautiful and colorful. We're like, okay. And then, you know, you start getting feedback on it. He's like, okay, no, this one, this one does stand out. It is great. It is amazing. But at the same time, you know, you don't need the whole planet to become your client. Right. You know, do spend an hour and do the math and figure out, well, how many clients do I really um, need in order to reach my goals? And Mm -hmm. and it starts becoming less overwhelming when you realize how how possible um, success on your own terms can be. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. So you don't need to people please and make everyone happy. You just need you know, whatever your calculation shows, just uh, dive in and really, really offer amazing customer service to that group of people. Yeah. And, and, um, and that's really, you know, set your days and your week, like get your vision success planner out. We've got it set up for your high priority and low priority tasks. 
you've got your, you know, eat the frog, the, the thing that you need to get done first. And, and that's a really easy way to set up your week so that your each of your days is in the end going to maximize that profitability that you're trying to create. Yeah. And so I want to, let's um, bring it back to like, which is more important, like indirect or direct income producing activity. Both are important, right? So part of this comes down to what are you comfortable with at the moment and how can you push at the edges of those comforts, that comfort zone? So if you're really comfortable doing indirect income producing activity, you know, like all that content creation, the all of the work that goes in behind an offer and like getting it out in front of the world, but you're a little bit nervous about asking somebody for the sale, start with one thing a week. And then you're going to start to find that that one thing starts to become routine. Like that, sorry, for direct, like you're going to put in one piece of direct income producing activity into your schedule each week. And then you're just all of a sudden that comfort zone, all of a sudden you're like, it's not such a big deal to ask people you know, to go check out my offer. And then you you just start adding that a little bit into each day. And it really is going to depend on what your business is and what your business model looks like. So it's really hard to say, well, you need to do two pieces of direct and five pieces of indirect. Yeah. But yeah. it really... Time too. I, I wouldn't yeah. want to say that you, oh, you have to spend this much time or that much time. Because I, I think that, I I mean, I... I know both of us really want to sh start shifting everyone's idea uh, away from I can I'm only allowed to trade time for money. You know, I, we really want to create a new paradigm for that, like a new way of thinking. You don't have to put in your 40 hour work week when you're working for yourself. You can really create your own schedule. It doesn't have to be certain times of the day. It doesn't have to be a certain amount of hours. And if yes. you're prioritizing those items that are going to bring you profit, you will see that your work days, well, you're, you're going to be more efficient, but it doesn't have to be like an eight hour day or, you know, a 12 hour day <laughs> every time. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It, your own schedule. Yeah. You work with your body clock, right? You work with the best times that you work and so that you have, you know, you can have the time to rest when you want to or need to that's so. right it all comes back to that too right you're going to be yeah. you're going to be the most efficient when you're well rested you're going to be the most efficient when you have a, a plan as well the plan may shift around but if you've at least got one you know where you're heading so so I guess I mean you might be sitting there listening to this podcast or walking and listening to this podcast wondering okay well that's all well and good but what do I do with this information well one thing you can do today grab a notebook and a pencil or pen, make two columns. Column A is direct income producing activities. Column B, indirect income producing activities. And then write down all of the things that you do that are direct or indirect. So you have a really solid sense of what needs to go into your week, what needs to go into maybe even each day, depending on your business. That's right. Yeah. The stuff you already do and the stuff you want to do, put it all in there. Yes. Yeah. Okay. There yeah. we go. Yeah. So, was so, helpful. yeah. And um, if you haven't grabbed your vision success planner for 2022 yet, I'm going to drop a link in the show notes, head over there. 
and you know really start putting this into practice start prioritizing both indirect and in direct and indirect income producing activity into your day around all of the other pieces of your business but you know like really making sure that at least one of those gets into your day somehow into your high priority list because you deserve to get paid for what you do and you deserve to enjoy the rewards from the hard work that you've already put in. So, yeah, absolutely. That's what I have to say about that. (laughs) All right. Thank you uh, very much for joining the conversation today. We will talk to you in the next episode. Thanks for joining us today. If you found value in this episode, please leave us a review and share it with a fellow introverted entrepreneur who would enjoy it. As always, wishing you abundance and success.